Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to the final episode of Transplaining in Season 1 as I jet off to Australia for a short hiatus for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I've had a lot of fun answering the big and small questions posed by a range of special guests. Gosh, we've had Nish Kumar, Jamila Jamil, Sean Walsh, Richard Herring uh, with the invaluable help of my pals from the world of comedy. So shall we have one last hurrah? Let's do that. Let's do one more episode. It's going to be bloody effing brilliant. Asking the questions today is the very wonderful comedian, actor, writer and podcaster Stevie Martin, while my co-host is the returning hero that is Emmanuel Sanubi. You're here now. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. It's a great one as well. It's the final one. The final one of, of season one. You are a hero in people's minds because of what happened the first time you was here. <laughs> and it's my favourite thing that happened the whole season. To enlighten the listeners, uh, to remind you, what happened is we had the lovely Emmanuel Sanubi on the show as a co-host. Yep. And in real time, you learned about 10 seconds before it happened that we weren't in fact interviewing Jamelia the singer yeah we're interviewing Jamila Jamil the Hollywood what, star yeah this is what happens when you don't read your emails properly <laughs> so sweet your little face just lit up Jamila Jamil's coming on <laughs> um but you mentioned to me just now off off air as it were that you you'd met Jamelia previously so well you... no I nearly met Jamelia right and so I, I remember what, like when Jamelia first broke watching that and being like a huge fan and then we did the TV show, Sorry I Didn't Know. And they filmed her episode like the hour before we filmed my episode. It's Mr. So we, we crossed paths yeah. and didn't actually get to meet. So I was like, I'm going to get to meet her. This is going to be brilliant. We can yeah. talk about the show. You built your picture to get yep. signed. Oh, I was ready. <laughs> See, my, my brain does this thing where I act out everything in a sketch form in my head and then sure. go, that will probably happen. Yeah. So I was like, Jamelia is going to be like, oh, we should be best friends. It's going to kick off her music career again. <laughs> right. I'll be the rapper. It'll be amazing. <laughs> you built all that energy, but then you instantly applied it to a different human being. Yes. You went in hard on you. I mean, you ingratiated yourself well with Jamila Jamil. I think she liked you quite She was well. lovely. She was really nice. She, she was lovely. And I, I literally just, because I just rewatched um, The Good Place. Sure. So I was like, I've just seen you on Netflix and now we're talking. Yeah. I'll tell you who else is really lovely, though. Stevie Martin. Now, here's what's going to happen now. Stevie Martin's going to join us on the show. And what I thought is quite important, because the last time you were on a show, you very much confused Jamelia yeah. for Jamil or Jamil. I just want to make sure that you are 100% aware that Steve Martin is not about to yeah, walk no, into this room. I did think that. <laughs> Even reading the email, I, I thought, do you know what? Read it again. And I was really excited to meet Steve Martin. I've got my copy of Three Amigos <laughs> ready to sign. Like, she's signing it. You're signing Stevie's it anyway. Signed, Stevie will sign whatever you've got. Stevie's a very obliging person. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably bring you just as much of, of the enthusiasm that you would have expected from Steve Martin. I think I'm going to talk to her as if she was Steve Martin <laughs> throughout the whole thing anyway. That's cool. Got a thumbs up there from Stevie from the fish tank. <laughs> um, we know each other quite well. I think we're, we're friends. Are we friends? Say it on the podcast so it's we're, official. We are friends. Right, we're friends. We've actually had phone calls where it's not about comedy. That really is, especially in this line of work. Yeah. You call me to tell me about, I mean, I might have mentioned last time, you called me once to tell me you were making a sandwich. Yeah. But the last time you called me... In fact, all that happened the last time you called me is you just called to see if I was all right. People don't really do that. That's really nice that you do that. I was also making a sandwich that time. <laughs> you just didn't think they need to bring it up. Um, do you have any areas of expertise that you think will be helpful when Stevie Martin comes in here very shortly and asks us a big and a small question? Have you got, because I, I sort of, last time you mentioned some things that you did with your past. I know that you used to be yep. a security guard. I'm not sure if Stevie's going to talk about that. I've done a lot of stuff. You have. And what I find is if I talk at this sort of pace, taking a, a decent breath, changing the enunciation of different words for no reason, <laughs> then it really, That's... really makes you sound like you know what you're talking about. You so became... I'm going to say everything, really. You, you just became about 200% more self-aware in my brain. <laughs> That's right? amazing that you know that you do that. Yeah. That's really great. Okay, well, 
This I'm so looking forward to this then because we, whatever Stevie brings in, you're going to speak with confidence on the yeah. subject. What's going to happen now is our very special guest Stevie Martin is going to join us in the transplaining studio. Here is an ident in order to make that happen. Stevie Martin, well, sorry, I'm really I'm loud. Stevie Martin, you've arrived, <laughs> popped into existence in our room. Thanks for joining us on the Transplaining Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. A real delight. Um, Emmanuel Sanubi, you've not met Stevie Martin before. This no. is an example of one. How are you Hello. doing? Really great How's to meet you. Really yeah. great to meet you. I'm trying to think of something that Steve Martin would say. You're a wild and crazy guy. I was guy. just about yeah. to say that and then I was like, is that too niche? But of course it's not too the niche. One. All I know about him is that he played a ukulele and that he considered himself to be a wild and crazy guy. You're a fan. You're a big fan of Stevie Martin, Emmanuel. Yes, of Stevie Martin. Steve, of Steve Martin. Stevie's right there. Not me, We're right? Not, Steve Martin. Not, yeah. Let's just be one. very clear. Steve, Steve Martin, I, I grew up watching, you know, Parenthood, um, Three Amigos, mm. Little Shop. Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride, great one, film. Yeah. Um, so I was yeah. literally really, really excited. Then I read it again and now I feel bad. He is so it happens. He's it joking. happens. Has that happened before? It's happened once before where I was on the bill of a very small new material night. <laughs> in like around here and I was like third and it was Steve Martin and a couple of people were like oh it's like why they'd would put I Steve be... Martin they'd on... put Steve right. Martin you know I was just starting out so like he'd be headlining yeah, yeah. He oh for sure a 40-seater like he'd be doing that <laughs> a little comeback but this is Stevie Martin of course I have some information about you that I'm going to read to you now to your actual face okay. Stevie Martin is an actor writer comedian and podcaster she has garnered a big following and critical acclaim for her regular online sketches which have amassed over 20 million views it's a lot of views Emmanuel don't sniff at that a regular face on television Stevie has appeared in numerous shows at the Edinburgh Fringe and also performs in a solo capacity and has plenty more on the go besides she's also got two podcasts Nobody Panic with Tessa Coates and Might Delete Later with Gina Martin, you do a lot, Stevie Martin. You're one of those multi-hyphenate people, aren't you? One of those bloody talented people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That is correct. Um, just got to get that money. <laughs> That's what i yeah, As many like, things as possible. It's nice having money. I've got a little bit of money now. I don't mind saying, because I'm working class, right? But then my career just suddenly went all weird and bonkers. And the first thing you do when you're poor and you've got money is you get your teeth sorted out. I'm just, I've just had my teeth. I did that. Right. The first thing, your teeth look really nice. Thank you've got you. nice teeth as well. Thank man. you very much. Stevie's are especially nice. And it's the first, the first thing that you think. It's yeah. like, well, that's my long-term investment in my own face. But I've had them scaled and they feel like weird behind. Did you ever, you know, get them cleaned and scaled? Really, yeah, really like odd uh, and slimy. Have you had yours done as well? Yeah, yeah, both, yeah. The second thing, have you done the just buying a really expensive pair of shoes? <laughs> I've not quite... <laughs> trainers. I know these, oh, these no. are actually three pounds from Depop, but I bought some Balenciaga trainers. Some Balenciaga. See, I, the only thing I, I think I spend money on is Jordan's. That's... You never spend money on me. Every time we go out, I'm buying, I'm buying <laughs> pay for everything. Oh, Air Jordans. I yes. Yeah. So Jordan 3s, Jordan 4s, those are the only thing I think I will spend money on. All my other Nike clothes are from Nike clearance stores. We went to one. Yeah, Last time um, Emmanuel was here, Stevie, this is so unusual of you that you yeah. do this. You, we, we left and then you went past a Nike store and you spoke with such confidence. You were like, come in here. I was like, all right, I shall follow you into this Nike store. <laughs> we went we're going and, in. We went round and looked at Nikes and then we oh gosh. Then we went to a pub. I just remembered, I just yeah. told you this. We went to a pub, Stevie, and a fellow came up to Emmanuel. Emmanuel's a large man. He's a big guy. This little sort of preppy type guy came up. very weird. Very, very weird. And he, he asked you what was in your guitar case. He had a guitar case. Uh, which is a silly question because it's guitar. And then he th he just took it upon himself to start tickling Emmanuel Stevie. Yeah. And I, I, right, <laughs> Sorry, now, that was not where I thought that was going. Exactly. Like, we're talking how you would tickle like a three-year-old, like in that cute... <laughs> yeah. Who's been eating all their food? Like, it was so, it was so surreal. Weird. I didn't react straight away because I'm like, is this really happening? Yeah. I'm an adult. <laughs> and I'm being tickled in a pub. <laughs> and then and then you can tell that Emmanuel's had a history in security because instead of making a reaction, he just turned around and said to the fellow, how could you possibly think this was a good idea? <laughs> really you, you can see the guy who didn't take his hands off but realised he's right. Yep. I should let go now. I've really made a mistake here tickling this man. <laughs> what, what did, did he just walk away? He, he bought us a drink yeah. and then left. God. Is pretty much what happened. Got tickled in a pub. I got tickled in a After pub. After going to a Nike <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There's a really specific sequence of events. Uh, Steve, are you, are you a fan of... No one's going to tickle you, but are you a fan of tickling? Are you a tickler, receiver? I giver? feel like I can control whether or not tickling affects me. Yeah. You must have done that in that moment. Uh, so I, I learned <laughs> to do that when I was younger because wow. I thought the whole point of tickling someone is so they laugh. Mm. And I hated being tickled. 
because I was ticklish. So I thought, if I don't laugh, they'll stop doing it. Right. So now I don't laugh when I'm tickled. You stir them down. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to imagine what age that came in. Imagine a small child staring somebody down that's being tickled. (laughs) It's not my bag at all. Stevie Martin, the whole point of the show is that you bring us uh, one big question and one very small question. And by the end, hopefully you'll leave with a transplanation from me and Emmanuel Sanubi that you're happy with. Would you like to grace us with your big question to kick off the show? Yes. Um, I'd like to know what happen- What will happen um, when I die. What happens to all of us when what we die? What happens to all of us when we die? Can I ask you straight off, um, why is that on your mind at present? I, I feel like at some point I might die. And I <laughs> no. And it's the one thing I don't, that and the menopause, one thing I don't understand what's going to happen. Probably, well, I'm, I imagine, in, in the other order. Maybe, yeah. but I don't know. And also there's so many conflicting theories. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite theory? <laughs> My favourite theory is that uh, in the I like in the Lion King, Demand. you become the circle of life. Yeah. So I like that, but then that doesn't explain like what I'm thinking when that's happening. You know, I can see that as for someone else, but like what happens when I'm becoming grass? I also like the idea. I don't really like the idea of heaven and hell because I feel like that's just you can't decide who's going to go and what, and there'd be a lot of fighting. People in heaven being like they shouldn't be allowed here. Uh, hell would be probably be more fun than heaven. Well, hell is definitely depicted as more fun when it's on TV or in film. Yes. Mm. Like, if I'm choosing, I'm going to hell. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That's a guest list I'd like to be on. It looks more fun. It does. Is it the Hieronymus Bosch triptych, they say? those. That is pictures? a really good use of that word. Oh, I, I don't even know. What is it? It's that famous picture, a triptych is three pictures next to each other that mm-hmm. form one thing. And as you go from left to right, it does get way more exciting because it's heaven to hell over the course of three pictures. Yes. And the right-hand side looks banging. It's kicking off on the mm-hmm. right. Left, ah, oh, goats and angels. There's lots and... of naked children in heaven. You'd think that that would be the fun one. Yeah. But they don't seem to do anything. Except and play trumpets. Yeah, the or... noise. <laughs> a harp. Have you ever seen someone, because I'm assuming when you get there, you can't play the harp, you have to learn. Oh my gosh, you've got to spend like a year and a half. Like, yes. And a half. <laughs> Learning grade four harp. And also the harp is the most upper class instrument. Yeah. Like, no one from a council estate is learning a harp. Like I'm not, I'm not doing a harp. It feels gentrified. Heaven yeah. certainly feels quite middle class and upward, doesn't it? Oh yeah. yeah, and I think it would stay that way. Hell's full of uh, sort of scrappy working class stand-up comedians. Acoustic guitars. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Ironically, it's all kumbaya down in hell. It's great down in hell, little campfires. What happens after you die? Well, it is a good one that I heard, a thing. What is a theory? We've got this thing in our brains, haven't we, called the the pineal gland. Mm -hmm. An excellent gland. Got lots of glands. It's a really good one. And there's a theory that twice in your life it releases a massive burst of, I'm going to say dopamine, and that's the placeholder. It might be serotonin. It might be one of the other hormones. And those two times of when you are born, like coming out of the cavity, mm-hmm. it releases one. And then when you die, it releases another one. And philosophers in the past sort of like likened that to the idea of the soul entering and escaping the body. If you don't have a soul or don't think you've got one, perhaps that's um, the wave of the body sort of gently being brought into this world, like consciousness, and brought out of it again, which is quite comforting, really. I nearly died because I sat on one of those sachets, those vitamin sachets you're supposed to put in a glass of water, and I didn't know that. So I just got the full hit of orange down my throat. It started closing up and I just got this overwhelming sense of, ah, oh, well, I don't have to do anything else now. As I was just dying, <laughs> the feeling was like, okay, here I go. This is not that great, but not that bad. Trailed I, off. I did see one that looked at reincarnation. reincarnation. Mm. So when you die, that tunnel of light that you see is actually you being born. So that's you coming through the birth canal. So they're wow. basically saying babies have all of the memories of their past life, and that's why they come out screaming. Right. And then as you get older, you slowly forget those memories, and that's when they get people like, oh, was this in a past life? Or this sort of deja vu, they feel like they've seen it before. And then now you just grow up as another person. And I like to think that's why babies do scream, because that would be quite weird. <laughs> Of going, what the hell just happened? Yeah, I just died and now I'm, yeah, that would be too much. But also, can't you come back as like different animals and different animals give birth in different ways? Yeah, <laughs> if you're going to come back sure. as an animal, which one, what would be your go-to animal? Oh, that's such a good question. A swan? That feels like the go-to because, of course, they are um, synonymous with grace. I was going to say a duck and then I was like, don't say <laughs> don't, a duck. Yeah, no. <laughs> Shoot, yeah, don't but duck's quite, duck's quite cool. I love a duck. Like, like a mallard. Like, yeah, because when they um, go to sleep, they put their 
head's like this and little eyes closed. And it looks quite like... A little sleepy comfy. duck. Yeah. Love a sleepy duck. Or a hoisin duck. What? No. <laughs> no. You've made it delicious, Emmanuel. Why do you have to make it delicious? And okay. um, what animal are you then? Or would you want to be? See, and the moment I asked it, I thought, I don't know which one I would go for. It's a hard question to be um, spot with. Yeah. I, actually, my go-to <laughs> would be panda bear. For the... <laughs> Panda bear. I'm going to ask you a question now. This yeah. is a short, small question. What other kind of panda is there than a panda bear? You don't need to say the bear bit. Oh, panda yeah. bear animal. Panda bear animal. <laughs> I was going to you know what? I was going to say panda, then I realised it's the bear. That just got really, really posh. The panda bear. <laughs> Sounds like a brand that I'd overpay on. <laughs> I'll tell you the reason why. Because every time I watch a video with a panda bear... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't it think a pound of bear? That's what it sounds like. If I was in an East End market, I'd have a pound of bear, mate. Yeah, just cut the pound of bear. Yeah. But the <laughs> panda, panda, I can't stop saying Sorry. panda bears now. Panda bear. Panda. So you come back as one of them because when you see them in videos... They, they, they look like people in panda costumes. They right. don't yeah. look real to me. Yeah. And I, I would love to be a panda bear with but my consciousness going... <laughs> Just giggling, <laughs> they don't know. How, how, how long do you think that's going to be entertaining you for? I mean, that's a, you've oh, really, a long time. Yeah, how long do they live for, though? Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's quite a short time. It. Longer than swans. Oh, my God, are you serious? Oh, my God, I can't believe that was so embarrassing oh, that you fine. chose swans. I chose right. duck, actually. Yeah, do Ducks live duck. famously for 75 years. Yeah. So. Um, what I will say, and, and I'm not usually the one to do this, but I don't trip over our theory because it's a great theory. If every single baby is being born that's someone that's just died, how come there's more and more people every single year? Where are those new souls coming from, those new babies? Maybe those ones. Maybe animals have been really good. Yeah. Right, so then they become people. So mathematically, there should be less animals, which there are. There's less panda bears than all the babies. You're welcome, world. (laughs) All the new babies are pandas that are being hunted to extinction. I'm really happy with that. It's great. uh, I think we've solved it. I I think you have solved it. I feel so much better. Between that and that (laughs) gland... I'm laughing. You've got a gland, you've got a panda reincarnation. It's up to you in your own time which one of those makes you more feel more comfortable. But I think mm. we've given you a good transplanation, well, at least I, I for think, now. I think we really... And it does explain personality behaviours as well. And I know how to recognise them when I, like when I was a bouncer. And you generally get those people that um, are quite quite aggressive for no apparent reason. Come up and tickle you. <laughs> those ones. <laughs> those and you go, East Beard, you're off. Because they're all the ones... <laughs> no, they are. They're the ones that go, wind your neck in... <laughs> Good I'm stop. so glad that this is a video podcast. He's so happy with himself. I'm taking the rest of today off. <laughs> Thanks for coming. It's been really nice for you to be here. Um, uh, Stevie, mind, was... do you feel um, for now sufficiently transplained to on that particular subject? Yes, I really do. Yeah. Brilliant. Thank well, then you. I think it's probably a good idea to move on to a quick fire round of listeners' questions. It's always the best bit of the show, and I look forward to enjoying it with the two of you together. What we're going to do now is we're going to get some listeners' questions. Here's an idea. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That was the night, then. Here is some listeners' questions. Peter Marshall asks, how does one avoid embarrassment? It's a great question. It's big, though. It's a big question. See, I'd go, why do you want to? Em- embarrassment means you lived a little bit. Your embarrassment, not someone else's. Not talking about schadenfreude. You're happy to be sort of... Yeah, I mean, I think embarrassment is a... Okay, the way to avoid embarrassment is to stop caring. Stop giving a fuck. <laughs> That's the easiest way. Yeah. 
You can only get embarrassed if you're embarrassed. If you're not embarrassed, then you're not embarrassed. But what I'm going to say now is you're using a word over and over again with confidence, and I admire you for that, yeah. but that doesn't literally apply to anything. The only way you're hungry is when you're hungry, because you're hungry. No, but you think you can be hungry. <laughs> you can say, say anything you like. like. I, if you're hungry, you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're embarrassed... I think that's more of a psychological thing. Yeah. Depends on what you're embarrassed about. May I come in with like a secondary to that? I agree yeah. with that. But to flesh it out a bit, in order to make yourself less embarrassed, do more embarrassing things to rehearse the, the embarrassment. Right, that's nice. Okay. So you're like, okay, like start slow, start small, like karaoke, <laughs> and then like fall over in a restaurant. Even that, you know? I'd go, if fall over in a restaurant, but do it confidently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fly through that table. Yeah. Yeah. I see a banana skin, just beeline for that thing. Old yeah. school embarrassment. I want to see farcical old school black yeah. and white movie embarrassment. Yeah. That, that's exactly how I, how I would do it. Yeah. I've got a friend who can't send, like, so if they, she gets like a coffee or something and it's cold, she can't send it back. I have to do it for her. Right. And so if, if you're listening and you're that sort of person, start there. People can be very embarrassed by very small things. And I think, you know, we should just, it's just like baby steps. Acclimatise to your own failings. Or in a good way. cry. Cry in public, like, I, like. So your friend who's got um, the cold coffee and can't sit back. If that was me, I would just burst into dramatic tears, <laughs> wailing my arms everywhere until someone asked what's wrong, and then I would tell them, like it, whatever it is, like it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Mm. And then they would then feel embarrassed on my behalf, and I don't have to deal with it. What's happened in the last two episodes is both times a little core memory has just tickled to the top of my brain. I remember the most embarrassing thing that happened to me as a child. I love that we can talk about this stuff on the podcast. I You've feel comfortable this. amongst friends. It's not even that embarrassing. But when you're a teenager, yeah. it's the I was about ten, and I, I was a boy because I'm transgender. So I was in the boys' PE class. And we had to do roly polies, and I thought I can do a roly poly better than anyone in here. I'm no, going to put a little jazz on mine. I'm going to add a little flavour to my roly poly. So I'd done the roly poly at the apex of the roll. I put my legs up and I stood in a handstand, and then I did a tiny little fart on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but because everyone was so in awe and so quiet, it resonated. Through. It was so loud. A tiny little fart was so loud. And then I just rolled and landed, and sort of. I think I remember it as being laughing, but I'm sure that I was crying. <laughs> and even my teacher laughed openly. Oh, like laugh? it oh. wasn't like a come on now. He it was a hearty PE teacher laugh. So that's the thing. Like even that, I'm like, I would try and do that now. <laughs> do it. I, I wish Have I could fart. fart on command at the apex of a roly poly. Emmanuel, what what are you doing? Mate, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great. All right. Well, Peter Marshall, how does one avoid embarrassment? Don't think about it too hard. Yeah. Fart, Live your life. Just fart loads. Oh, every time. Whatever happens. Can. I think stuff happens. And then what you do is you take from that what you like. If you want something to not be embarrassing, just embrace it, Peter. Embrace it, Peter. Just embrace it. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Let it be a fun story that you're then going to tell someone else, as you did, as you did, Jordan, with your, with your roly-poly fart. <laughs> That's a nice time. I mean, I think nice that time. should be in the Olympics, if I'm being honest. And what would you name that move? You've really named it. Well, go on, Stevie, please. No. <laughs> well, go on, you had a great one. was like, no, the fart roly-poly. And that's what these yeah. writers' rooms are for. That's what we're, that's what we're all here Saying what you for. see, saying what you yeah, see. Yeah, we work on it. Uh, I once got asked to leave a judo. No, I once couldn't go back to my first ever judo lesson because the guy was holding my legs. I was doing sit-ups. Yeah. And everyone was watching and I did a massive fart. All right, there <laughs> yeah. you go. And so I had to leave. So that bubbled up in my head as well. Yeah. And these are things that at the time... How they, old? Too old to like but how long 14. Ago? Oh, okay. Which is too old to, to do that and not be mortified. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Of course. You see it a lot in um, videos when people get massages or physio yeah. and they just hit a pressure point and it's an uncontrollable, no. uncontrollable yeah. fart. <laughs> oh, what I kind of was really hoping for there was Someone that one was of us was going to And that's fine. That's, that's fine. You can't expect life doesn't work like that. It was silent. I yeah. tried, but yeah. it didn't work. That's very, thank you so much for obliging us. Um, Claudia from Margate. Could a fungus really take over the world a la The Last of Us? Now, has any, have we seen The Last of Us? I haven't seen the finale, so I don't seen ruin the finale. it. Neither have I. So okay. We're all in the same boat. Don't you worry very about stressed. that. Okay. It's a good show. Good show. The fact, it is a good show. the fact that we've all made it to the penultimate episode says. I've really, I, I've actually really enjoyed it. I thought it's been a brilliant example. Of some great storytelling. All of the things they've included, I think, have been done so well. Yep. And 
don't know if you guys have played the game. I haven't, no. They've no. kept it so close to the actual game storyline. There are scenes that are literally taken out of the game, put on film. They've done it so well. Nice. Save a bit of money. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. literally shot for shot. I mean, um, I think it could happen. It's sort of, we're, we're nearly there, aren't we, Stevie? Thoughts? Yeah. Have you been able to eat mushrooms since you've been watching it? Because I've struggled with mushrooms. What oh. kind? Just any mushroom. Shiitake. Really struggled. <laughs> I was trying to make a stir fry and it was like, oh, no. It's there. Oh, I had some, it's only retrospect, I'm disgusted with the with the mushrooms I ate the other day. Now that you've said that, I had oh, some red wine retro- mushrooms. Retroactively ruin your mushrooms. Oh, I That's thought you were you talking about that. hallucinogenics. Oh. oh, no. No, I can still do them. I'm on them now. I'm <laughs> on <laughs> a great time. On hallucinogenics is probably when you would think about this question too much. Yeah. That should be series two. Everyone should either take a hit from a bong or, I mean, this podcast, do mushrooms and then ask these questions. <laughs> really ramp up again. You should start a show called <laughs> We're Not on Mushrooms. Sure. Wink. Oh, has he been on television recently, has he? Right. What's the television show you're on? Yeah. I don't really like to talk about it, but I'm on, I'm on TV quite a bit. I can't, <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. I don't really want to talk about it. I'm quite humble. Okay, we don't need to talk about it. Okay, but if you wanted to ask, <laughs> what did we do recently? We did QI. That was awesome. Well, you, you made a pun about a show that you were just on. We're not on Mushrooms. You, you on, uh, you're not fired. Oh, no, you are fired. You're fired. You're fired. The Apprentice, you're um, fired. Oh, great. That was a lot of fun. Stephen Martin, mm. you and I, we don't know each other that well. It's really nice to get people on this show. I, I, I admire so much about you. One of the things I've just learned about you is that you say the word bong really weird. <laughs> like, bong? But you, there's a little G on the end. It's, bong. There is a G on the end. <laughs> a little G. Like, no, but like, there is a G on the end. No, no. I, look, I understand. It's a silent G. G, okay? I get it. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful way of pronouncing it, but it's singular to you and you alone. You're the yes. only person Say I've Say it one heard. more time. Bong. It's, like a, it's almost bong. a K. It's almost bonk. Bonk. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out because this is about sharing and it's about ingratiating ourselves <laughs> with each other. Didn't mean to put you on the spot. I've, I've never smoked one. So <laughs> That's why that I is evident know. from the way you say bong. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyone want some marijuana from this bonk? <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like me a party. A little line of coquina. Having <laughs> <laughs> no, a great time. Could mushrooms take over the world? Probably not because they're <laughs> mushrooms. That's my answer to you, Claudia. Any advance on that? Apparently it's real, though. Apparently, like, it, the cordyceps is real. It just hasn't, like, in the beginning of the series, and they say, oh, well, it can't because it can't survive in the human body and because of the warming the of the atmosphere yeah. and everything. All it has to do is evolve one step on and it could. Yeah. So I think it definitely could happen. We're very close to a lot of these disaster shows from happening. Yeah. So I, 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 I can't remember the exact stat, but I think the average temperature of the Earth right now is only three degrees higher than when it was an ice age. Really? Yeah. Doesn't feel like enough. Christ. If we were three degrees colder now, we wouldn't as, be... As the, global, as the global Earth... Oh, average, the yeah. average. So those yeah. places that are... Not like now. today. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, today's quite nice. But if that the temperature of the Earth's core as an average was to drop three degrees. God. So Claudia from Margate, could fungus really take over the world? Yes, if it's able to do that before the impending ice age that's about to happen, according to Manuel Sanubi. I buy that. I buy that. Well, that's probably the next thing that's going to happen. Supplementary question from Claudia. She's gotten in the questions today. Best zombie film or TV show ever? Are we fans of the genre in general? I can't really watch horror. So, but no, I, so that's why Last of Us is, I've just had to power through. I was like this the whole time. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm out. I'm tagging out. I mean, they're all relatively the same, aren't they? So you had <laughs> The Walking Dead, which I watched. I watched for a while and then slowly got bored of it because I was like, How, now you're all just killing each other. There's no real, you're all bad. Yeah. Honest, there's no good and bad yeah. people. Was that anymore. the metaphor of the show, wasn't it? Yeah, that's where it got Humans to. Humans are worse. Yeah, yeah you got to you got to Negan, and I was like, I find myself agreeing with him. The guy with the baseball bat. Yeah. For for listeners, not to spoil it, but there's a man with a bat, and he uses it indiscriminately on people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I, I'm 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 done I'm done with this really. But yeah. this one. Twenty eight days later was quite good. I can't, I can't remember that one. Or, or maybe it's, it wouldn't be good now if you rewatched it, but I remember it was good because the zombies were like so fast and Oh, shocking. those ones, yes. Like the, Killian Murphy. Well, you've got two types of, there's always two types of zombies that are <clears> going to be put into, so you get the really, really fast ones that are freakishly strong, and then you get the slow, docile ones, which, yeah. and you can always... Shuffling. Yeah, mm. hit them in the brain and then they're over. Oh, have you seen It Follows? No. That's not technically zombie, oh. but it's like um, it's uh, a horror film where basically it inhabits a body and then just walks towards you very slowly, its victim, and you can never get away. It will never stop. It walks 
undersees. It walks over. And the only way you can stop it and turn it to someone else is if you like have sex with someone else. And then it starts following them. But then if that person dies, it goes back to you. It's not zombie, but it kind yeah. of is because it's, it's really That's effective. Hold on. So the only way you can stop... Is, yeah, of course, is having some... Having well, that, having sex. Having, with anyone? Yeah. And then what happens? Then, then they follow that person. It's a metaphor, I think, for like sexually transmitted diseases or something, maybe. Right. Or this trauma, or the trauma thereof. Or the so. trauma thereof, yeah. Like, what so that's... is that not what happens when you get chlamydia? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. What that screams of is this film's great, but it needs something. And yeah. then in the final hour, yeah. <laughs> and like, tell you what, cells. Shagging. Shagging. <laughs> Do a shag. <laughs> oh, sorry. It is a good film. But, but what, I realise what, what are the rules here? Do you. <laughs> Do you do you have to finish? Like, <laughs> like, no, I'm really curious as to why that's important. Go on. Because you're like, you, wait, no, hang on. Let's act this out. Not literally. If if it's if it's walking towards you and you're in the middle of coitus, are you saying that it's still going to aim for the first person until the moment of you've knotted, not knotted, yeah, and then it goes, oh, okay, the second Hello? person, right? Because yeah. I'm just thinking, imagine like, because for a dude. Right. This turns up. Sorry, why'd you look in my eyes like, deeply when you said that? Like, when it comes towards me, <laughs> sure. I'm thinking, I've only got to outrun that thing for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm done. Whereas, like, for you, yeah. like, that's much harder. Three minutes. Yeah. yeah. At least three minutes of running. That's, yeah. That's much harder. But also as well, so, so also, full disclosure, I, I couldn't watch it because I was too scared. So I just read the um, plot synopsis. That's what. <laughs> that's how I watch all, I watched Smile like that. You know, the new one with the... And, and, and you're yeah, 100%... Yeah, that, that one looks freaky. Yeah. Are you 100% sure you didn't read one of those porn equivalent synopses. That's you what know, I'm like, thinking. Like, the It Follows, but like... I was it, like, what website yeah. are you it, want it to watch follows. that? <laughs> that's not a zombie oh. film. No, it's not a zombie film, but it, it is apparently terrifying and it feels like that slow like thing. is, And it is a dead person. Not for anyone that comes it kills comes them quite awfully. It kills them quite awfully. Can we... Because we don't... This isn't a, a feature of the show, but let's make it one. Quick fire horror film porn parodies. Because that was brilliant. Tip follows. Um, the, wa- the Walking Dead. <sighs> fuck it. The, the <laughs> shagging dead. You just got really aggressive. Yeah. The fucking, I couldn't, fucking shagging <laughs> dead. <I've> just in. Did it from our producer, The Wanking Dead. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah, That's yeah, a perfect one. Um, okay. That's a horrible film. <laughs> think about that film. The wanking Think about what happened. Dead. That's like it follows, but you've got a wank and finish. Yeah, oh, really do. quick. Again, that's a difficult one. Do, do you know what? The, the thing is, the wanking dead, they'd catch me because, yeah, I'd finish inside two minutes, but I'd immediately fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> now they've got me. Yeah. Shit. That's great. Claudia, the best zombie film TV show ever. I think it goes, I mean, it really is a tie up between Tit Follows and The Wanking Dead. Yeah. But It Follows, that sounds. That sounds banging. That sounds really good, actually. That sounds banging. Because, it, because the scariest thing is, of course, other people, as all horror movies, the metaphor really is, is just someone walking towards you with, with an agenda that you don't understand, which is presumably that seems like that's why you're scared of, of It Follows, right? Because anyone could do that right now. And it would never, ever stop. That's the thing that really gets me. That you can never stop. How many of the people were doing the following? Is there like a lots of them? It's just one. And it, it takes, just one? I think, it's, I think it's just one. I mean, like again, I haven't seen it. But so it's some one. pervert. It's just like this whole. It, it, it can take years as well. So if you move, so they try like moving across the world, and it just walks across the world. So it's like it takes like a year or something. Oh, and then it arrives. Uh, okay, they have to have sex to to pass on the curse. Threesomes get really complicated. That's all you got to do. It's just going to arrive and have its attention Not know divided. What to do? Yeah. yeah. Well, you've just solved it. That might be the end of it. It might just, well, that's the end of the film. It's like, it walks into a gangbang and it's like, bye, fuck it. And he explains. And, that, and the metaphor for that is just free love. Yeah. That's the metaphor for that it's story. It's actually quite a happy, happy film. French. Such a weird film. I want to see it. Yeah, do, I do watch it. it watch it, please. Or read the plot synopsis. It's the same thing. Francis Cannon. Is perfection subjective? And if it is, can such a thing exist? Is there such a thing as perfection? I think there's an example of it in this room. Thank you. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, uh, oh, me. Stevie, yeah. Me. I mean, it's, um, it's probably me. It is subjective, though, isn't it? Yes. It is. Yes, well, very much so. Yeah. I don't think you can ever achieve it, but I think you can achieve it in like little moments. Like you sure. can make the, you can write the perfect joke. And you're like, that is the perfect joke for that bit in that show. 
or I'm wearing the perfect outfit for this scenario. <laughs> I'm really happy. I am doing that now. I know I've got a bit of, I've got a stain on my trousers, so actually it's not, but I've got like the pants are good, like good they're pants. big and they're comfy. I feel like I've fitted in with the vibe. You've got the three quid shoes. Three quid shoes. It. So it's not even, you know, breaking the bank. Yeah. But then tonight, I'm going to have a drink with a friend. Maybe I'll fuck it up. <laughs> sure, and that's the balance in life that we all need. I'd, I'd say that perfection is achievable, but like you said, it's going to be perception. Mm. You think what a perfect night in for some people are is going to be very different to others. Objectively, relatively subjective, isn't it? People overuse it, much like they overuse the word literally. They'll be like, oh my God, that is literally... Yeah. You're, you're literally on fire right now. No, <laughs> yeah. you're not. Yeah. Um, and then you get someone a cup of tea and they'll go, oh, that's perfect. What they mean is the thing that I asked for has arrived. It was a binary thing. Either did or didn't arrive. It did arrive, therefore it's perfect. I mm. believe that in a way. That is perfection if the only goal was for one specific thing to happen. Like you I, say, I think yeah. perfection is more of a feeling. Sounds like a song. Yeah. Hit that track, Rich. No, <laughs> sound like you're about to burst into. Oh, I, I was. <laughs> Sorry that I stifled you. I shouldn't do that on my own show. Perfect. Perfection. <laughs> it's more like a feeling. And that feeling <laughs> is. Wow. That was nice. That was, that was perfection. That was really beautiful. You see? For the moment. In that for, the, for the moment. The, I, I had a real collision with perfection because I, I don't really like baths. You know, like a shower, but I don't really like relaxing in a bath I get too yeah. hot I can't relax in, in a, get I can't out. relax in a bath yeah but that's the image I have of a woman it's always like she had a hard day she gets in a bath and she lights some scented candles yeah. and yeah. maybe she has a margarita I don't know I, I tried that <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't part of the thing when I was like maybe a margarita would make it better yeah. spilled a bit of margarita <laughs> on my boob that was it yeah. um, but like a bath bomb or something and then you're like but it's just boring yeah yeah, and so the, the pursuit of someone else's perfection can really ruin your day. It's so close to my own idea of perfection. Bath, jacket potato in a bowl, in the bath, butter, beans, cheese. You fucked with that, you fucked with the perfection. And then I watch 12-year-olds playing Minecraft on my phone, perched up on the toilet. So I'm watching someone else play Minecraft while eating a jacket potato in the bath. That's every. What if you spill a bit of cheese on yourself? My, my constant fear. You wipe it off. It's in the. You're in the oh, bath. Okay, you dry wipe okay. so Then it goes in the in the bath, and you. It's in the bath. Playing you chase go... the cheese, and what if it goes up you or something? Goes up you. Well, it might do. What cheese do you yeah. have? Uh, cheddar, mild grated cheddar. Mild. Grated. I can't even have. So it could. The real stuff. Yeah, it could. Yeah. You just deal with it. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm, not exactly I'm... the new It Follows, is it? So I can't imagine <laughs> being, It's not the scariest premise I've ever heard for a horror film. <laughs> Oh, that that is a scary... That film got made. Someone went into a pitch meeting and said, I've got an idea for, for a new zombie film. Do you know what this film's missing? A pervert that follows someone around <laughs> waiting for them to have sex. <laughs> Here's what happened. Someone was following someone for ages with, I've got a script, I've got a script, I've got a script, it's amazing. And they're like, I'm not going to read it. Okay, I'll read it. And it was rubbish. And they go, I'll tell you what is scary, you fucking following me around this whole time. Ding, light bulb <laughs> moment, and that's how it got made. Because who was the first person to be infected? It was like a demon or something, I imagine. So it's a bloody demon. It was a demon. It was in a bath, some cheese went some up. Cheese it. went up. <laughs> it, it went all weird and scary. It follows too, the cheesening. A moth went once went up my pyjama trousers and I think it tried yeah. to get up me for a second. Yeah, a moth that will was do the, that. That was the worst thing that's... It was like this. That was the worst thing. Because of the yeah. flutter. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Of, it's that sound. I could feel yeah. it. I was going like, ah! like yeah. it, was it was awful. See, I always thought that moths are basically zombie butterflies. Yeah. yeah. I buy that. that. Makes sense. I buy that. God. I bought one the other day. A moth? I bought a death's head moth. What happened is, here's another thing. Well, once you get... You, Someone's once, earning. Yeah. That's <laughs> you're buying, in, so you're is. buying insects. <laughs> so is... You work in class, you get a bit of money, you throw a party that's too expensive, you get your teeth done, and then you go to like, you buy something stupid because someone else is watching. Right. So I was with my wife in a really, really cool, antique, uh, unusual, it's like taxidermy, but ethical taxidermy um, shop, Cranfield's Curiosities in Leon C. And there's death's head moth on a human rib. Didn't know about the human rib, I just knew it was on a thing. And I went to buy it. Uh, it's very, very expensive. <laughs> and, uh, and, then, <laughs> and then he goes, um, oh yeah, and that's a real rib there. And I can't go oh, I don't want it now because I've made such an investment and made a big deal of it. That's a very English thing, isn't it? Like you <laughs> I, 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 no, I, you I, bought I, a I, human rib because you were too embarrassed. Yes. Yeah, I, no, I, I did that. I nearly did that in Paris. Not buy a human rib. <laughs> Where are you guys shopping? You, Someone's foot. <laughs> I fancy some spare ribs. My French isn't that great. I ended, I ended up in the wrong shop. 
It happens. <laughs> what, what did you buy in Paris? I know. I nearly bought. So Jordans. I walked past this little boutique place, and they had a pair of Jordan fours that I'd missed out on when they first released. And I was like, "Oh, I want those!" So I picked them up, and the salesperson came over. Still got a foot in it. (laughs) (laughs) I said to them, my first question, which was the wrong first question, was like, have you got these in a 12? Um, So he took the train and he ran off. And then I was like, I've definitely asked the wrong question. Because when I turned it over, they were 750 euros. (gasps) And I thought, if he comes back and says, yeah, I'm going to buy them. Yeah, right. And then sell them later on. Because I was like, I've made him just run up a flight of stairs. Yeah. So when he came back and he was like, oh, we haven't got the 12s. I was like, oh, oh no. Okay. Anything else? No. And they just (laughs) left. Ow. Ow. (laughs) Left that store. (laughs) I just. (laughs) Nothing else. I've literally just hurt like my rib, which is on topic, but I have just did something as you were laughing. It's it's nice to laugh to the point where you think you might die. (laughs) That was a really nice story. Um, I think that's the, is that the end of it? Let me just quickly check. Yeah, that right. So that's the the end of our um, uh, quick fire. Sorry, it really hurts. Oh no! That's right. <laughs> did Did you hit your rib on the mic? That's right. I've got a spare at home. <laughs> I really, it's like the back. The back. Something went through the back. Like a, like I got shot by an arrow on the back of a horse. It just feels like that. But there's no arrow. Right. Okay. Let's do a podcast. <clears throat> That was the end of the the, um, the listeners' questions. Is what that was. If you want a question transplained, send an email to askjordan at off-script.co.uk. Alternatively, pop your questions down in the review sections of Apple on iTunes. What I think would be a good thing to do now, Stevie Martin, mm-hmm. would be if you wouldn't mind gracing myself and Emmanuel Sunubi with your small question. Okay, I actually think this is a small question, but fine. Get um, out! Um, Get out! Can you hold a crab, or will it? always bite you slash pincer you with its pincers. Right. Can you hold a crab without it pinching you or biting you with its little pincers or mouth? Does it have a mouth? Okay, I need to Google crabs. Maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe I'll save that for later. <laughs> and that's how the, the film, it, it how follows, the got started. started. <laughs> yeah, <someone's> crabs. <laughs> Can you hold a crab without being bitten? As someone who's held a crab... But been bitten, oh. I don't have. <laughs> Sorry, that's such an emotional roller coaster for you. Like, wow, what I, happened? Um, they're exciting to hold. I quite like them. It's like a, it's like a hard spider, isn't it? It's like a wet hard spider. But it did bite me, so I don't have the data for you that would suggest otherwise. Emmanuel Sanubi, what's your? I, I've never done it, but I would, I would imagine that you could, because you got people that work in like aquariums and places like that. But do they use like tongs? <laughs> Only if you're going to cook it. Oh, don't. Oh. That's a real, that's a real bummer. I can't cook a crab. Well, I can't get out my vegetarian, but it was the first thing to go off my list was mollusks. Mollusks. Uh, yeah, after I, after I saw how they... Uh, so I'm not a big fan of crab. Like, when you hear them squeal. Oh. I could, uh, yeah. I yeah so apparently like, isn't that the air escaping the shell? Yeah. Which is yeah. still... Oh, all right. Anyway. I'm fine with it now. Let's, <laughs> but it could be. Cause I, think, I mean, I'm sure they're not having a nice time. No. Um, I've got a tortoise, and when she's... Um, Sort of pissed off. She put her in water. Put her in water. Whenever <laughs> so I eat her, so she, <laughs> she screams. Down. So annoying. Um, no, she like air escapes her shell and kind of goes like <laughs> like that, and it sounds like she's a little kettle. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing for it. Imagine it being fourteen in a PE I class. Know. <laughs> a little rollover. Little it comes out. Can you imagine your tortoise like being? Oh my god, I've done it again. And they live for so long, so that memory's there forever. Just How old is your tortoise? Shell. She's only about four. I think she's fourteen. What's yeah. her name? Alison. Alison the tortoise. Yeah. Oh. Is there any any particular inspiration or derivation for the name Alice of a tortoise? Because it's not what you think. Not really, Some no. animals have got like names. Yeah. Like yeah. Mildred is a cat. Ca- or a cat or a cow. Yeah, definitely <laughs> one of those two things. Yeah. Why a cow? Is that a famous Mildred? No, it just sounds like one, doesn't it? Right, okay, this, this is a great game. Okay. You've got to think of an animal and then think of its obvious name and we'll try and guess what that animal is. Right, let's is. start easy. Bingo. That's a dog right there. That's a dog. See, I, didn't, I wouldn't have got Well, that. go on, what would you have said? Bingo, I would have said uh, a cat. I think everything's a cat for me. <laughs> <laughs> All names are cats. Um, all right, I'll think of one. Um... <laughs> all right. Um, Mrs. Waffles. That's Wait. a cat. No, it's a rabbit. <laughs> Because the little waffly nose. All right, fair. That's nice. All right, yeah. Flippy. A whale. Get close, get close. Oh, a fish. fish. It's a fish, isn't it? Yeah. Flippy the, the flippies. fish, yeah. So, and, that's, and it's not because I said the word fish. If I'd have said Mr. Fischenheimer, it's a different <laughs> thing. But flippy, that's a word for a flippy thing. Flippy is, yeah. Dunstable. Oh. Guinea pig. 
so close. It's a moth. It's definitely a moth because it's like da- how is that close? <laughs> Dunstable the death moth. <laughs> That's Dunstable Hold on, the death guinea pig moth. <laughs> well, and you got there close. <laughs> what I was being was polite. <laughs> it's it's sort of like it because it's a deadly, which sounds like Dudley. Yeah. So Dudley the death head moth. It was Dunstable, but that's fine. It's fine, because none of this is perfect. <laughs> um, this is well, one more a piece, because this is fun. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, anyone got an animal in mind? Oh, Cyril. Oh, the snake. Yes. Ah! <laughs> this is the best See, game. See, I was going to go honey badger. Wow. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. no. They're, they're fearless, and I feel like if you've got that name, you're now fearless. You'd have taken that much ridicule that you are now fearless. I'm sticking with honey badger. Oh, sort of like a boy named Sue type situation, Johnny yeah. Cash style. That's nice. I've got one more. Archie. Now think about this. Archibald. Archibald. Archie. Bird? It's a bird. It's so close. What bird is it? The cockatoo. Parrot. It's a... Fu- <laughs> Sorry. I got excited about both your answers, but neither of them were correct, but I was going to say they were. It's an owl, isn't it? An owl. Uh, Archibald yeah. the owl. Yes. Archibald the owl. Very wise. Right. Very wise. But apparently owls are quite stupid, which is quite funny. <laughs> Hot take here from Steve Martin. <laughs> How I do they t- Don't come for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> um... We had uh, the lovely Harriet Kemsley on who described an incident where she hit an owl with a car. Not, I oh. must say, with any malice. It was an accident. But um... Was the owl okay? <laughs> no, Stevie. Oh. <laughs> no, Stevie, oh. the owl wasn't okay at all. An, an owl flew into my bedroom window. I was, I was gonna, After the moth story, I was going to say, what? <laughs> <laughs> so an owl flew into me as well. I think you should be sitting differently. <laughs> you're like the old woman that swallowed a fly, but you're the wrong way around. feed up. There was an old woman who sat on a bull. Every animal... Up your pleasure. Constantly. Um, but it, yeah, it flew into the window. And you know, sometimes you get that ghostly white outline and when a, when a bird fly, flies into it, it's like the oils on the birds. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. So you can get oh, like, yeah, the yeah. whole thing. It's wild. But the owl's beak was like this. <laughs> 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 so you've got, ah! Little sideways beak. <laughs> so sad. I've not heard of that at all. So go on, you, Emmanuel, you... So it's like the butterflies have it, moths have it. It's, it's the... You, you could literally blow the dust off their wings. It looks like Oh, it's dust. like oil and dust, is it? Yeah, yeah. It when dust? it hits, oh. it will leave an imprint there. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> throw it against the window. <laughs> That's the game for the next time. So you we've done the names. Throw your, your death head moth against the window. You've got one. Yeah, I'll tell you what we'll do. Next time you're on the podcast, I'm going to go in there in that studio. I'm going to throw some animals. You close your eyes. I'll throw some animals against the glass. All you've got to do is open your eyes and guess which one. And then right. we name them. Name them. <laughs> I don't Bringing feel it like around. it's been solved in any way, but bringing it back around. Can 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 you? I hold don't a even remember the question. How would you hold a crab without it biting you? Right. So okay. how how would you hold? Okay, obviously, I you... just delicately. Because <laughs> I think maybe it's re- maybe, what are you doing to this crab? That I've never held you? one, oh, but I'd so love this to. Is like a fear, maybe. I love. Yes, I love crabs. Yeah. The way that they. Can... <laughs> it just doesn't. <laughs> They've been done badly with that, haven't they? There isn't an alternative STI or an issue that's got, you know, they don't call chlamydia eagles, do you? (laughs) (laughs) We should. Chlamydia actually sounds like a really middle-class name, though. It does, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to throw one out there. Worms. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah, yeah, all right, fair enough. Um, So, first of all, Use its correct name, I think, if you're holding a crab. Make sure you address it by its correct name. Which is definitely Rodney. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't be scared of it, like in most things, like Emmanuel says, be delicate, and that applies to all things in life. Don't throw it at a wall, see if it sticks. Also, that'd be really hard to tell, because they're not dusty at all. If anything, they're dust-free, they're mm. wet. But lubricated. Lubricate it. Keep it lubricated. Lubricate the crap. Keep it, that's, that is the answer. <laughs> Let's because slip it. <laughs> it can't, right, short of taking its hands off, don't do that, that's really bad. Oh. Lubricate it to the point that its bites feel like little sort of... You know, you know, I'm doing. I mean, it's an audio medium, but I'm doing the, an impression of a wet crab's hand. Why can't you tell? <laughs> Why isn't because that obvious? Now your crab has got extra bones, and it's <laughs> it's articulated. Can I show you my impression of a squid going through the ocean? Yeah. yeah. All I want is your audio reaction to this. I mean, we are doing. A, I'll do it for the video. First, we'll do it for you, and you, if you if you like it, it's, it's not my whole body. It's just my hand. Wait a minute. Oh, that's really lovely. Isn't that nice? It's that's very really graceful. Really Thank you. That's yeah, really. Yeah, that's just my hand. Doing some movement. Didn't feel like it was your hand. Though. Yeah, uh, you left the room for a minute, didn't you? Yeah. We were in the ocean. Together. I was in the ocean. Yeah, I'll do it for the. <laughs> I'm seeing a different angle now. It's really. Yeah, you're great. seeing up the beak. You're yeah. seeing up its little beak. I, I guarantee you've been in the bath and done that underwater <laughs> and giggled at yourself for a long time, haven't you? Yeah, I'm there with my jacket There's potato. No way cheese everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm catching the cheese. Oh. <laughs> I sometimes I drop it in on purpose just so it has a little lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope that's the clip that we use completely out of context yeah. for the promotion of this podcast 
I think I think that's an answer. Get yeah. it really slippery. A water-based lubricant on Rodney the crab. And then yeah. his pincers won't have any bite to them. That's not how lubricant works. I've never, yeah. Sorry, I've never, I've sorry, never, sorry, never a crab. fucked a crab. So yeah, if you ever <laughs> lube the crab. I suppose, yeah, because if you lubricate some scissors, it's not like they're not going to cut anything. Yeah. Uh, okay, what about a little bit of foam? A little bit of foam or cork on the end? Yeah. Maybe it's all these things we're doing to this crab. <laughs> If, if I right. sat here and you start randomly lubricating me and putting cork on me, I'll bite you as well. <laughs> okay. Leave the crab alone. Let let the crab come to me. Maybe put like a little snack. I don't know. What what do crabs eat? Uh, squid. squid. Little bits of squid. A bit of squid. bit of bacon. Love a bit of bacon. So a bit, a bit of your hand yeah. on my hand. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe the crab comes to me. Yeah. Rather than I go in. Yeah. All right. Right. So it has to come to you. There has to be a passive what? experience. It's great. Um, Leave it alone is the answer. Leave it alone. Just, just be. I, I, I'm going with the whole be delicate. I think that's, be delicate. I think okay. that's the way because okay. everything else we've discussed has been gas. <laughs> <laughs> be nice to crabs. That's a bloody excellent podcast. I've really enjoyed myself. Do you feel sufficiently transplanted on both counts? Stephen? I really do. Yeah, thank you. That's the title for this one is going to be Jordan and her squid. <laughs> My little squid. Um, thank you so much, Stephen Emmanuel, for joining me. Find out more about Emmanuel Sanubi at emmanuelstandup.com. He has lots of dates coming up with his show, Emancipated. It's Emancipated. Emancipated. That's because I got it wrong last time, so I've got it right this time. It's Emancipated instead of Emancipation. Emancipated is all over the place, listed on the website. Go there, check it out. Stevie's website, Stevie Martin, of course, is steviemartin.com, though she admits to being useless at keeping it up to date, so follow her at five. <laughs> it's Stevie M is what it is, but Stevie, of course, is spelt with a five. Uh, yeah. And M is an M. I really regret that. Because of the boy band Five. <laughs> is that why you did it? In like 2007. I did it ironically. Like, hey, you know you fun. can change it though, right? Yeah, but by the time I change it, there's, still, there's now a Stevie M. Yeah, and, like, every... and also, it's just, I can't, I'm scared that I'll change it and then no, I don't know. I just, it's it's me now. It's who yeah. I am. Fair. You're you know? competing with Steve Martin of all other people. He's Steve, Steve Martin to go, weirdly. Really? That's, his, that's his name, yeah. Um, now that I've had the chance to properly meet you, I can safely say that you are the better of the Martins. I don't know. I think wow. both of us would be like... No, you. Okay. <laughs> I want to meet him one day. I've got to. I want to meet him just so I can get him confused and be like, oh, I thought you were Stevie Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And then just storm out. Yeah, because he'll care. <laughs> Follow Stevie Martin at 5TVM on Instagram for all the latest news. Um, and have a listen, of course, to Nobody Panic and Might Delete later wherever you get your pods. If you have something you want to ask, email askjordan at off-script .co.uk or pop your question in the iTunes review section and do rate, review and subscribe. Transplaining is an off-script production produced by Ben Backhouse and executive producer Louise Berry. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this is the end of season one. Thanks for being here for the end of season one. Thank you for That's having us. That's exciting. Wow. I'm heading off to Australia for the Melbourne Comedy Festival, but I'll be back very soon. I've been Jordan Gray, Samuel Anubi. Emmanuel Sanubi, thank you. Did you just say Jordan Grace? No, my name is Jordan Gray and I'm sticking I, to I it. I swear it sounds I, like... It did sound like you said Jordan Grace. Sounds like you can get mine now because you can't even get your own name It's because right. I've had my teeth done, and I? I'm <laughs> saying extra S's and things. Jordan Gray. Shemanuel Shinobi. <laughs> thank you so much. Stevie Martin Show. Um, Stevie Martin, Emmanuel Suvi, thank you both so much for joining me. We don't get to hang out enough. I'd like that to be remedied. This is a good start. I yeah, think it's really we've good. Out. We've had a good laugh. We've sorted lots of things out. This has been... The final episode of season one of Transplaining. I've been Jordan Gray. Thanks for listening. That was a podcast. <laughs>